SAEF cast. SAF cast. Forest Thierry right there to the area. Gets the crossing. Hawkins there. Heads it down. Deep. Football talk right in your ears. Kicks it forward and says Let's get into the show. Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Safcast. Tonight, as always, I am joined by the CEO of IKEA, Nico. How are we? <laughs> We're good, mate. You too? Yeah, not too bad, thank you. And as always, joined again by Gaz, but tonight he's not only the co-host, but he's also our special guest. Hello, Gaz. How you doing, mate? You all right? I'm, yeah, I'm, I was good. expecting a nice little insult there. I was... You know, the face of yeah. head and shoulders or something I coming thought, out. But I thought for once I'd be nice, I'd be nice. I, so, I mean, I've taken enough shit off Nico this last week to... <laughs> 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 just that, for no reason whatsoever. Oh, we love insults. Messaged me the other day just to ask me my height, and then was like, oh, so you're short and bald. Great. <laughs> <laughs> it gets us through the day. So, for those of, those of us who don't know you, we know you're short and bald, but who are you, guys? Tell us your story. <laughs> well, exactly, I'm short and bald. Uh, that's about it. Do you know what? I'm I'm nobody <laughs> special, boys, as you all know. Um, uh, I'm a former streamer for for SAF for uh, the the org. Uh, I've done all sorts of bits and pieces for the org in my time. I've I've moderated the the Facebook page. I've streamed. I've uh, I was one of the trading team, one of the squad builders, one of the admins in the the Discord. I, you name it, I did it in the Discord. Like flip squad built. Uh, the only thing I didn't do was, was tactics, but I had just about every tag going in there. Um, yeah, that's, that's me in a nutshell. I just master jack of all trades, master of none, shall we say? Stole my line. It was literally on the tip of my tongue. <laughs> so, how long have you been playing FIFA? What got you into foot? What got you how into long? the Discord? Saf? Uh, I've been playing FIFA. Uh, FIFA '99 was my first FIFA. With uh, yes. Dennis Burkap on the cover, um, well. I'd have been what? I'd have been ten at the time. Um, I've always sort of played it on and off over the years. Like never really, it was always just something I'd play after a few beers at a mate's house. You know, never really took it seriously and that. Um, and then I, uh, I moved up to Scotland from London about four years ago now, four and a bit years. Um, I didn't have any consoles, nothing. And then when me and my wife got engaged, she bought me a, a PS4 as like an engagement present, um, bundled with a copy of FIFA 19. Um, and I don't know, I don't know what it was, but I was just like turned it on, loaded it up, and ordinarily I'd go to career mode or whatever, and I was just like just drawn to Ultimate Team. I don't know why I'd never really played Ultimate Team before. I was like, I'll give this a bash, um, and here I am, three FIFAs later. Two FIFAs later. How many FIFAs? We're in 21 now, aren't we? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good there, short, short board and can't count. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah. Um, so kind of just sort of got stuck in, really. Um, was never, never really had, like, great team. Still don't have a great team now. Um, learn. I won't speak. I won't speak. I've got I've got a fairly decent team now. I, it could be better. 
Because I've been seen. Um, the amount of SPCs I've done. I know that's what Josh was was biting his tongue. <laughs> um, yeah, like I did moments in Edvid, and I was like, I had, I had his prime last year, or his, one of them last year. He was cracked. I really like the look of the card. Need a cam, or like a left forward, or whatever I was using at the time. I was like, I'll go in. Josh says to me, he's like, no, 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 don't do it. Tots is around the corner. You'll enjoy him until then, and then you'll not like him anymore. And then right enough, like the last sort of week or two, I'm just sort of going, oh, don't really like him anymore. It's not. It's not that I don't like him. I just have other players in his position that I'd rather have in the team, but can't get on and fall him, unfortunately. So Nedved's kind of there. Um, and right enough, it's right in the middle of tots. I've decided I don't want him anymore. What do you know? See, you should have listened to me, Gas. I'm not just a pretty face. I know, mate. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, some, would say, some would say not even a pretty face, Josh. Um, <laughs> Gotta love yourself, mate. Gotta love yourself. <laughs> After that photo you put on Facebook the other day, mate, I think you definitely love yourself. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so I, I found I found Saf um, and the Discord just through um, sort of sheer dumb luck, as it were. I wasn't, like I say, I wasn't any good at uh, FIFA. I, did, I didn't play my first weekend league until... Um, I think it was maybe like headliners, just after headliners in FIFA 19. Oh, yeah, that was like what, February time, beginning of February? Yeah, and I'd had it since the start of the cycle. So I'd had, it was about four months in, four or five months into the game where I played my first weekend league. Um, and I got, so I think I, I struggled to silver one. Um, Not much has changed. I was just going to say that. Wow. Wow. I'll have you know. Nico, what did you finish this weekend, mate? Uh, It's a secret. What did you finish, though? Uh, I don't know. I have no idea what you're talking about. No. Josh doesn't even play weekend league. (laughs) You're good, mate. Just have to give him a few for the chance, you know what I mean? That's it, exactly, mate. Um, No. So I was, yeah. (laughs) The issue I had with that first weekend league is I I decided I was going to smash it all in on the Friday. So I played 30 games on the Friday and just it didn't go well. Um, so yeah, I started looking around the internet for like just sort of FIFA communities, people I could talk to, get a few tips and pointers and that. Um, and literally the very first Facebook group I came across was was Saf. So I was like, oh, it's you know got quite a big following, you know, a few hundred thousand people in there and whatever, uh, or whatever it is the number, I'm not sure. Um, a few hundred thousand in the Facebook page, yeah. Facebook group. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, don't know. I think Gaz had a few beers that night and added on the next couple of zeros. Definitely, mate. Definitely, mate. Josh, you're, the, you're the community manager of the Facebook group. You'll know. Yeah, we've got about fifty k. Well, there you are. I mean, that's still that was still a fairly decent following. So I um, I jumped in and just started sort of commenting on a few posts here and there, and I kept seeing people mention the the Discord. Um, SIP, as it was called at the time. To this day, I still don't know what SIP stands for. Seriously um, important person. Oh, was it? Yeah. I think you, so. actually, you actually didn't know? No, I didn't. I thought it was... <laughs> I, do you know what? I, I genuinely, because it's a trading discord, I, for a little while, thought it was seriously impressive profit, which would actually be... <laughs> would make more sense. <laughs> that does make more sense. <laughs> that does make more sense. <laughs> um, Callum, get your marketing team on it. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I, and I kept seeing people mention it, and I'd asked a couple of questions. I, I, met, I spoke to Terry and DMs a couple of times, and, and Sean as well. 
and eventually I was on I was on the bus somewhere Sunday and I was like, Do you know what, I'll just jump in, I'll give it a go. Paid my first month and um I never really looked back. Sort of got to grips with the flipping side of things quite quickly. Um to the point where I was approached by by the flipping team leader at the time about joining as a as an admin and helping people out learn and stuff. And I kind of just went on from there. As I say, I did I did quite a lot in the Discord. Um and here I am, as I say, two two and a bit years later, sitting talking at you, Paramelts, <laughs> <laughs> about about my FIFA history and whatnot. I actually had no idea that you were that you were a part of uh, of the Discord, especially like on the trading and flipping. Yeah, yeah, I was. I, I had I, no idea. I did, I started off flipping, um, and then I did a little bit of squad building as well. Um, and then there was there was something that happened in with, with sort of the in, internal. I want to I don't want to say politics because it wasn't politics, but the just something happened within the Discord where they decided that all the flipping team were going to get the the trader um, tag as well. And I said, well, I don't really know what I'm doing. I was speaking to Terry. I was like, I, I wouldn't know where to start with this. Like I can flip for days, but sort of investing and, and trading cards is, is a different kettle of fish to me. So we, we sat and spoke a little bit and I, so I just sit in the background, learn what you can, soak it up. Um, yeah, as I say, I did I did a little bit of everything. I got to the got to the point where I was in the boardroom at one point, like the big, big head honcho chat oh. um, <laughs> of, the, of the Discord as well. Yeah, I was, I was all over the shop in there. You know, I just thought, I just thought that you were like, uh, uh, that you were a streamer at some point and that's it. Well, no. So the streaming actually started because of the Discord. I came up with the idea one day that we were were doing these daily sort of walkthroughs in the Discord of how to flip and how to mass bid and stuff. And I said to um, Craig, he was the the flipping team leader at the time, I said, what if we did this like a live Q&A on Twitch? Oh, Um, I remember that. I was like, what if if I do this as a live Q&A on Twitch? Um and I can just run through stuff for people that want to know and I can show them how to mass bid or position change flipping or, you know, SPC flips or anything. Um, and if they've got any questions, they can, I can actually show them rather than just trying to talk them through it with screenshots and stuff. Um, so I did a couple of those. I did, I think I did three or four of those. And then I was, I was doing a stream one night, just a position change walkthrough and an icon pack had just dropped and everyone was like, do a pack, do a pack, do a pack. I was like, my, my icon pack like had been quite good up to that point. I had like Zidane, Best, Kaka, um, you know, quite some some nice cards at the start at that point of the game. Um, and I was like, yeah, all right, I'll do one. I think Del P walked out base Del P. Um, and they're like, oh, you should do, do a bit of gameplay as well at some point, this that, and the other. And it kind of just evolved from there. So I did um, I did like a, a giveaway. I I flip for an hour on someone's account uh, i did like two league sbcs and if they could guess my coin balance at the end of all the packs that were opened i'd, I'd flip for an hour on their account and stuff so that was like a like a pack opening uh, oh, stream decent. as it were um but yeah it just evolved from there and and then i sort of moved away from from the trading side of things just to focus more more on the stream um which obviously didn't didn't work out just because i just don't have the time with my personal life and stuff, but um, yeah, like I say, here I am, sort of 
So when you joined the disc, the trading Discord, I assume you didn't really know much about trading at the time. Not, not, not a clue, mate. Not a, not a thing. Not a thing. Right, so the it trainee just... beca- eventually became a trainer. Yeah, yeah, and quite quickly as well. Like I say, I picked it up really quickly. I think I was only in there maybe a couple of months, two months maybe before I before they sort of came to me and said, "Do you want to join the team?" Um, and it was funny actually. I say they came to me. Uh, they put out an advert for like squad builders, and I messaged whoever it was at the time with like a like off oh, can you build a squad to this spec like it has to be meta it needs to be under a mill it needs to have guardiola in it because everyone was taking from the first icon <laughs> and i was like yeah yeah so i put a team together and sort of threw it in there um and they're ah oh, that's that's a really nice team but they've got your eye on on them on you to to join the flipping team um so do you want to do that instead and i was like yeah all right why not um yeah, as I say, it kind of just snowballed. Gaz had his finger in a lot of pies. <laughs> he did, mate. He did. <laughs> Story of my life, mate. <laughs> Story of it, my it, life. It's, it's, it's just so hard for me to get my head around that you were both like a trader and a squad building person because <clears throat> from what I know now, <laughs> that doesn't seem like some of your strong points. Yeah, I don't, know, I don't know what's worse, asking Gaz for trading advice or asking Gaz to build you a squad. <laughs> Nah, look, I, I can, <laughs> the thing is, I can build a squad for someone else, absolutely no bother. It's when I've got coins and I'm not happy with my team that the nightmare starts. Yeah, it is very ah, different okay. building yeah, someone yeah. else. Like, like, like I, packed, I packed Son Saturday night. And I already, team of the season? Yeah, yeah, team of, it was, I put it in you the chat. Did you not see jammy it? fucker. Tradable. Saturday night, I was not alive. No, you were, that's a fair point, yeah. <laughs> no, I, was, I was sat on a party chat with my mates playing Weekend League. I just lost the game and I was like, fuck it, boys. I've got like 600k sitting here. Shall I open a 100k pack? Just for a laugh. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking walk out, blue flares. And it took me a second to work out. the. F- I was like, who the fuck's that? Like the flag and that. And I was like, <laughs> oh shit, it's Son. Uh, checked his price. He was like 2.1 million. I was like, he's gone. Punted him straight away. I'm not even attempting to fit him into my team to try Christ. him out. He goes. And then I've sat there for the rest of the weekend going, I've got... I've got two and a half million sitting here now. What do I want to build? <laughs> um, you know, it's 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 uh, it's it's a nightmare. But it's in terms of building a squad for someone else, not not a problem. And as for the trading, I'm just just fake it until you make it, lads. <laughs> <laughs> just fake it until you make it. Flipping, I can I can do. But any sort of like you notice around content drop in the Discord. I was nowhere to be seen. <laughs> I'd pop in and be like, hold, because <laughs> I'd seen someone else say, hold on to it for now. Or I'd be like, nah, I'd sell. Because <laughs> I'd seen someone else mention it a little bit further up the chat. But no, yeah, just, just fake it till you make it, lads. And here I am. Faked it till I sat here talking to you two. Yeah, and then tells us that he's packed the second most expensive Prem team of the season. I told you Saturday night when it happened. It's not my fault you were wankered. I was wankered. <laughs> Simple as that. He even stuck it on our joint Twitter account, Josh. Come yeah, I did, I did post it on our account, mate, as well. Yeah. <laughs> I told you I wasn't alive Saturday evening. <laughs> I was dead. I'm fairly certain for a period of time I died on Saturday I, evening. I, think I, I opened, there were 10 100k packs in the store, and I opened all 10 of them. And I still, um, I think I broke even on, on like, so I started with 600k. And after I opened all the packs, I was sat on 2.2. That's that's really good. Jesus I, I hate you. 
<laughs> I have a word to call you, but I won't call it you. Good, good. You're yeah. learning. Begins with C and ends in T. <laughs> Count. <laughs> <laughs> so what do we think of the Prem team of the season? Other than Gaz Packinson? I think Meh. some of, the, some of the, the squad choices are a bit out there. Yeah. I, I wouldn't have suggested Fofana. I mean, he's been good. I think there's better options. I think I don't understand how John Stones hasn't got in. Other than the fact that it's littered with City players. Yeah. But, yeah, but it was always going to be like that, wasn't it? Yeah, I yeah. think generally the squad selection is almost accurate. But the ratings... Oh, they're yeah. not team of the season ratings. Like but, um, Luke Shaw is essentially just like an informal grade. Yeah, yeah. Like that's that Luke Shaw is any other promo player. That's a foot birthday player minus the week for upgrade. Yeah, yeah, pretty yeah, much, yeah, exactly. And even the same for Fafana, really. Like he's got that. What was it? Future stars. He's got the future stars that was free. And it's not his team of the season. Isn't that much better than his future stars? No. No, when not. you consider it a team of the season card, Do you want the best thing I've noticed about this um, the Prem team of season, Chao Cancelo, his road to the final will be the same rating as his team of the season. Yeah, yeah. The Champions League, mental. It's it's nuts. I, I just don't get it. Some of them, are, I can't even sit there and say some of them are like feel like team of the season cards. Like Gundogan, maybe ninety two. Sushek at 91, but I don't know, not for me, mate. And not they've even me. gone away from like players who have team of the years matching their ratings. So, like, Bruno's got a 97 team of the year, but his team of the season is 96. Yeah. And the stats are generally worse. Like, I yeah. think his attacking stats are better, but his defensive stats are worse. Yeah. But like, normally, it's... the team of the year and team of the season are pretty much identical. Yeah. Yeah, I just, it doesn't make sense. And a lot of people are saying, oh, it's, you know, so we've got future promos coming and that. It doesn't matter. But it's team it of the season. Exactly, it doesn't matter. And what promo are we going to get now where you can drop a 95 Luke Shaw? Exactly. And like, even oh, if it is you because of future promos, <clears throat> the future promos are generally the players only, that are the just as good as can, team of the season. But the only way I can see players. them sort of justifying that is if we have like a Euros road to the final. We can't have that. Yeah, we can't have Euro branding, but we we can have an international promo. Yeah, exactly. And in like, I'm sorry, but in like, when does Euro start? June. Yeah. You don't really want cards that are like road to the final live upgrades, would you? You just want cards. They'd be upgraded every other day as well, wouldn't they? If you think about it, after the group stage. And we know what EA are like with upgrades. Yeah, we take a week. I know. Aki took ages. Week? You take FIFA 22. Aki took an absolute (laughs) lifetime. Um, yeah, I tell you what though, the the Saudi team of the season tonight, a couple of cards that have jumped out at me. I say a couple of cards, one card. <laughs> um, yeah, the squad looks great, and there's one card I want to use. <laughs> <laughs> no, that uh, Romarino. Remember, he had the yeah. silver stars. He's got um, he's got a, a team of the season, and he looks cracked. He looks yeah. nuts. No, there's only one card in that Saudi team of the it's season. It's not that's actually. He's, no, he's not though, is he? I know exactly who you say. Shah Carlos Sunday. Yeah, no. amazing. No, yeah, amazing. No. He, he looks Ghost. dog shit, mate. He looks dog shit. <laughs> the Swedish uh, uh, striker. Stenberg, he looks. Awful. Oh, I'll start paying he's... attention when you said Swedish. 
He's six, <laughs> Josh, he's six foot two. He's got a high and stocky body type. He looks, and he, dis- has, he, looks he has terrible. 71 agility and 73 balance. He looks <clears> terrible. You, can keep you know him, who mate. does look pretty good? Go Benega. He actually does. He does. He does. But then but, he's not better than cards that we've already got. No. Like off the top though. of my head, he looks very similar to Birthday Paulinho. Yeah. Who we does. got like ages ago. Like two months ago. But Romarinho, yeah. five foot nine, lean body type, four star, four star, 97 pace and 97 acceleration and sprint speed, 99 agility and balance without a chem style, 98 stamina. He looks cracked. He looks the, insane. I can I can tell you there's two eighty composure, with, no thanks. Yeah, and eighty six <laughs> reactions. That's an issue. That's a big issue. It goes to ninety one with a marksman though. Yeah, and it also yeah. boosts strength. And should be ninety one without chem style at this stage of the game. Yeah, it should. And you also have to keep in mind that he is actually fairly expensive. He's extinct on uh, PlayStation. He, he is. He is. Jesus. But I. I I get what you're saying, and part of me does sort of feel like he's going to be last year's Giovinco, where oh. he, he looked genuinely cracked, and then he was dog shit in game. Oh, yeah, yeah I hated Giovinco. I was so excited for that card. I, yeah, one of the first, I think I bought him, like, the day he dropped, and then I lost, like, a ridiculous <laughs> amount of coins on him over the weekend. That's how you trade with gas? That's, <laughs> oh, Josh. Josh, you're one to talk, lad. <laughs> If you're listening at home and you know Josh personally, before you invest in anything, check to see if Josh has done so first. Because um, you will not make coins. I would try and come up with an argument, but I don't have one. If I invest, <laughs> just don't invest, because it, won't end, it won't, end well. won't end well. Won't end well. Um, yeah, I just don't... Team of the season so far, for me... Do you know what? The community squad was better than the Prem team. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Before you got in here, I said the same thing to to Josh. Uh, that community one, it was actually it was fairly decent. Mm. Uh, there are some some good cards in there. Some cards you, that look you good had that cards are bad. There. You had cards in there as well that that were team of the season players, like a ninety seven Harvey Barnes. Ninety two. You're gonna say it's not ninety seven. Ninety two Harvey Barnes. <laughs> 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 He's got ninety seven pace. I got confused. Leave me alone. <laughs> um, yeah, um, but even there, that's 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 a big upgrade considering he's only yeah. had one, one special card before that. That's a, that's a team of the season player as far as yeah. I'm concerned. It just doesn't. It's all. It seems weird. Oh, I, I have to be honest. I haven't. I've not had any hype for team of the season this year. No, I died really quick for me. Really, really quickly. Yeah. Um, and I picked up a couple of players for the weekend. Um. That I wanted to use, um, and none of, none of them have pulled up any trees. I'll tell you, Tagli Fico was was class. He was very very good at centre back. How was Wambasaka? Uh, I, I <laughs> you know fine well what happened with Wambasaka, Josh. No, no, yeah. I said how was he? How was it? Well, I only I only played one game with him, and it wasn't. Oh. It was a game of rivals on the Thursday night. Because then I was working like a. 36 hour shift Friday through to Saturday oh nice so I was like well look Josh was like oh, he's going he's going to drop in price he's going to drop in price so I sold him for a profit and then he skyrocketed 
uh, shot up another 80k on top of what I sold him for. <laughs> so um, that's how you trade with Josh, ladies and gents. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he, he was he was good for the game that I used him in. Um, Wendia, I picked up as well. I don't know. Yes. I don't know if it's because my wide cams don't get involved, but he didn't really do much for me. So I yes. don't don't anything. don't get into the championship now. Come on, <laughs> we were there for like an hour last week. <laughs> but he looks that Buendia looks he looks genuinely. Good. I don't know if, like I say, I don't know if it's because I've got him set as a right mate, a right cam, uh, and he just doesn't get involved for me there. If he played somewhere else, he might be very good. I assume you used four two three one. Yes, mate. Yeah, uh, I feel like he'd be a good central cam. He probably would be, but I had Nick there. I had Nedved at Central Cam, and then I had uh, oh that guy you shouldn't have used oh, yeah. that that guy that I shouldn't have used yeah yeah <laughs> so I had I had Neres at, at Lamb, Nedved at Cam, and then Wendy at Ram with uh, Moments Butra up top, who is an animal. Did you pack him or buy him? I bought him. Uh, but oh, so actually speaking of Prem Team of the Season and cards we picked up this weekend, Edison Fraud Watch mate, shocking. All goalkeepers are fraudulent. No, mate, this he's probably the worst keeper I've used this year. Honestly, he's dreadful. Could not couldn't catch a cold. Even when he comes out for the ball and like goes to take it at their feet, it somehow rebounds off of him. <laughs> <laughs> like he can't he can't hold a ball. I don't know what it is. He's he he got sold this morning. I was like, no, I'm done with him. I took like a four K loss on him, he's gone. I can actually add to that the list of like uh, really bad cards. Uh, last week I packed uh, Endombele. Oh yeah, uh, and I, I was really happy. And I, I packed him untradeable, and I was really happy because I was looking forward to using him. Yeah, uh, by far one of the worst CMs I've used. Oh really? Yeah, he, he was. Looks, awful. He looks legit as well. Like he looks very awful. Good. Awful. And he's like 300k. And then I got Zielinski in my uh, red pick, yeah. who is 45k, and he was a machine. Zielinski looks great. But see, I've got I got red pick Edward and red pick Tony. Mm. Edward's one of my favourite strikers I've used this year. He was so really? so good, so good. Like he was strong, he was quick, finish. He didn't. He felt more agile than he should do for a six foot two striker. Um, and Ivan Tony, as much as it pains to say, maybe being a Brentford player was was similar. Um, very very good cards, pair of them, and they're like forty five k and hundred k respectively. So you got Tony in your red picks. Got Tony in my red picks. Yeah, that's not bad. Having a team of the season from the best championship team in London. <laughs> well, it's funny you say that because I actually got offered. Uh, oh, in London. Um, <laughs> well, no, I mean Fulham are coming down, aren't they? So. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> Have you been renegade yet? Uh, no, I don't think so. Tell you what, Derby County could be playing League One football next season. They're only three points clear. Wow! And um, did, did you hear the silence there, Gas? <laughs> That's the silence of no one caring. <laughs> Gas just wants to talk about his beloved QPR. I'll, I'll I'll take any opportunity to talk about QPR, mate. We'll get there soon. We'll get there soon. We have made you a promise, so we will keep that promise. <laughs> um, I don't know. Yeah, I think in a nutshell, Tots has been quite disappointing. 
so far. Yeah, I would have to agree. I would have to agree. Yeah, it's not great, is it? It's uh, very underwhelming. And if the Prem, which is, you know, obviously the most popular one by a stretch, is that underwhelming, it's quite worrying as to how the other leagues are going to look. Yeah, I know. I know. Because the Prem is normally the best one, like in terms of ratings, upgrades. Yeah, absolutely. To put it simply, the Prem shit. So what's it going to be like when we get Bundesliga and the Liga and Serie A? Uh, Yeah, look at when League One comes and the only player you've got is Mbappe. Neymar. I don't, I just, Neymar. I don't really follow the league, so I don't know if Neymar's that yeah, enough. Neymar's going to be in it anyway. He could, be, he's he's could, he could be injured for the whole season and still get in. Yeah, like, yeah true, true. Neymar yeah. not playing at all is still better than the farmers and electricians in the league. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Look at how bad that, that week is going to be. And I think yeah. they normally drop it with like Latin America team of the season as well. Yeah, something oh, like that. Yeah. picks are going to be fucking dire. I can't wait to get Eduardo Salvio red pick again. Actually, he wasn't a bad card last year. I'll take that. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't like him. No? No way, he was decent. I think I paired him up with like Team of the Season 10 Ooh, or something. I wonder if yeah, Tevez yeah. will get a Team of the Season. <clears throat> does he still play? No idea. No, he's retired, isn't he, Tevez? Yeah, I think he does. And if he's retired, he needs an end of an era. Did he not get an SBC last year and the year before? And the 12 so. million seasons before that. <laughs> I think so. Um, does he still play? Yes, he does oh. still play some Boca Juniors. Oh, oh, oh he might, get, he might get in then. Fingers crossed. So who does everyone want from their bread picks this week? Um, uh, Rashford. Yeah, Rashford's a, Rashford's a one, isn't he? He looks pretty I nutty. don't really care. Rashford or Son? I'd rather say. Honestly, I don't. I don't think I'm asked. I quite like the look of Mason Mount. Um, Surely maybe. you want Rashford. But then that's another left mid that I've got a fucking crowbar in. Well, you can team. drop Ned dead. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, though, because he gets everyone else on chem. You must have at least one Englishman in your team. Yeah, I've got Rooney. And there you go, then. Job done. Yeah. Who do you have, uh, have at left back? Uh, Tagli Fico. Get Luke Shaw. Yeah, there you go. He's, he's, Ooh, no. he's twice the price and he's a worse card. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I would do that. You Stop know, talking I'd... sense, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to bring you two boys like level-headed, you see. I've got to keep you straight. <laughs> I don't know, it's just... I'm really not fussed about my red picks this week. Like last week, I was like, "Yeah, I'd like you know Alaba, Wambasaka, uh, whoever." And then this week, I'm looking at the team, going, "I don't care." No, it's it's pretty mad. Yeah, um, which is a anyway. shame because that's the state the game is in. I mean, I'm already sort of looking, going, "I'm not going to be playing in like a month's time." Yeah. I don't. Yeah, I, I doubt I'll get to ultimate tots and still want still be playing. The, the way that we're going. Yeah, I'm having that feeling as well at the moment. It's not really going to be ultimate, is it? No, it's not, is it? It's not. Because no. we can all we all know the players that are going to get put it put back in. Like already, Wambasak or will go back in the packs. Um, Rashford, Rashford, probably Buendia. Yeah. Um, Cancelo, Cancelo, probably Ruben Dias. That's a lot of prem players. Edison will go, <laughs> yeah. Edison will go back in as well. Now it would be like 
or Black or Courtois or whoever gets it from La Liga, I think. And Handanovic. Yeah. Flajlik. Whatever his name is, the Sevilla keeper. Yeah, who, who doesn't play for Sevilla anymore. Does he not? No, he's on the bench. Happy days. I'd see him in, in few, a fair few predictions as well. I actually, maybe, maybe he does. I don't think he does. Who knows? Who, who knows? knows? Anyway, um, time for a quick break and a word from the lads in the Discord. This episode of the SAF cast has been brought to you by the SAF Trading Discord. For more information, here's our friend FIFA Chef. Hey yo, what's cooking FIFA fans? FIFA Chef here. Are you sick of spending money on FIFA points? Don't worry, we got you covered. It's time to join the Serious About FIFA Premium Foot Trading Discord. At $10 a month, you'll get investment tips, custom tactics advice, and flipping methods. Not to mention, you'll be joining the best trading community in FIFA. If you want to take things to the next level, get yourself a VIP membership for only $18 a month, granting you giveaways, one-on-one advice, and interaction with our esport players and content creators. It's time to get Serious About FIFA. Welcome back, everyone. So, as you may have seen on Twitter, we asked some questions for this episode. Um, and as you all know, Gaz, for whatever reason, supports QPR. So, Gaz, who are your top three QPR players of all time? I've been thinking about this since I saw the question. And it is genuinely a very, very tough question. Because we've you, you, you two are going to laugh. But we've had some very, very good players come through QPR. <laughs> um, we uh, uh, like players that are like world class now, like Raheem Sterling, Kyle Walker. Uh, we're at QPR. Players Kyle like, Walker was. Kyle Walker, we had him on loan. Yeah. Um, oh. Yeah. Um, before he sort of before he broke through at Tottenham, um, we've got we've had Premier League winners in in Danny Simpson, uh, QPR. We've had players like Peter Crouch. Um, we've had we've had some very good players come through. It's genuinely we've had some we've had some flops as well. We've had some some questionable signings. I think I said earlier on to someone that um, we had Julio Cesar, and at the time he was still Brazil's number one. Yeah, yeah. When he signed for us, he didn't know who he was signing for. He just knew we were paying him a lot of money. Uh, <laughs> because that's that's the way the club was run at the time. Um, Do you want to earn a lot of money and live in London? Yep, cool. Sign me up. <laughs> and he's going, oh, West London, Chelsea. Yes. <laughs> um, thinking he's going to be an understudy at Peter Check. No, no, lad. You and Rob Green are going to fight it out for number one spot. But I think <laughs> I think Rob Green actually won as well. Oh wow! Uh, and then Rob Green got to a point where if he played X amount of games in his final season, he was automatically given an extension. So he was benched for the whole year. <laughs> um, but that's just how we were on at the time. Flavio Briatore and Bernie Eccleston have got a lot to answer for, as have Harry Redknapp and Mark Hughes. Um, signing players somehow signed Chris Samba from uh, whatever Russian team he was at. And the Maka that, that, that was it. Yeah, that one. We paid 10 mil for him and we're paying him a quarter of a million a week. QPR were? Yeah, yeah. Fucking hell. Um, somehow, we managed to pull off an absolute masterstroke in having them agree in the contract to buy him back for exactly what they paid for him. So he went after a season. We got ASC later, lad. Um... We had players like Loic Remy. Loic Remy played for us. Um, 
same sort of era. We had um, Jibril Cisse at one point. I think top three is is a hard one to pick. I've got to I've got to go in there with I've got to say players like Stanley Bowles, fantastic player. Not a lot of people have heard of him. Um, just from the era he was playing in the seventies and eighties, uh, same time as Georgie Best, and he was very much sort of the only way I can describe him. And you'll, if you Google him and you look him up, you'll see a lot of a lot of ways to describe him the same the same way. And he, he was just the messy of the time. The things he he could do with the ball at his feet were were magical. You just couldn't you could get lost watching him. Um, he was he was incredible. So he's he's got to be up there. I'll Probably have to be honest, one. I've never heard of him. But he was uh, he was honestly he was fantastic. Stan Bowles. Um, sadly, he's uh, he's got Alzheimer's and doesn't know who he is now, which is a real shame. But the club still still pay a lot of his medical bills and help out with you know we did a, did a big benefit game for him a couple of years back. Um, just because we're, we're that sort of club, like we get we get a lot of sticks, but we do. Do a lot for the community. Yeah, last year because you're paying Chris Samba 250k a week. <laughs> <laughs> I know, mate, I know, I know. We we uh, we're one of the only clubs that have ever been punished by financial fair play, and we got. I think it was one of the largest fines as well. We had a 42 million FFP fine. Really? Like, yeah, like three seasons ago. Shit. Um, just it's Harry Redknapp and Mark Hughes, isn't it? You stick them in charge, and you. <laughs> You, you sign Chris Samba and pay him a quarter. Of week. <laughs> That's what happens. You always rely on Harry Redknapp for some dodgy dealings. <laughs> no, yeah. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd have to say Stan Bowles is probably up there as my my number one QPR player of all time. Two and three, uh, they're, they're tough ones to call. Again, even more in recent times, we've had... You all know how I feel about a Delta rat. I was just waiting for it. Yeah, we was waiting for you to mention a Delta rat. I don't even know if he would go in the top three. Oh, but uh, he was he was fantastic. But this is the thing: we have players like Ray Wilkins, yeah, um, Les Ferdinand. Yeah, I was just about to say, I'm surprised you haven't mentioned Les Ferdinand. Like, I don't really remember how long oh. he was at QPR, but didn't he come through from like come through yeah. at QPR? Yeah, like, yeah. The we, Academy? we signed him from non-league, um, and he went on from us. Um, Les was an absolutely fantastic goal scorer. Yeah. Uh, he's still involved with the club now. He's our director of football. Um, okay. And I think he's taken on like a chief scouting role as well. Um, I just can't, it's so difficult to pin down a top three. It really is. I can't. I've been putting a lot of thought into it. And all, the only one that stands out for me is Stan Bowles. Um, we've, just, we've had that many players come through that have been genuinely very, very good. Um. What about Trevor Sinclair? Trevor Sinclair was 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 up there, definitely. Again, I don't know how long he was at QPR. All I remember from about Trevor Sinclair at QPR is that bicycle kick he scored. Oh. I think he was in the FA Cup, was it? Yeah, what a goal. What a goal. Yeah, that was a banger. Um, but, uh, you know, even even players that who weren't necessarily technically great but had like a presence on the field, players like uh, Vinnie Jones and Neil Ruddock were both at QPR. Um you know, Joey Barton, Bobby Zamora, um <laughs> Joey Barton. Joey Barton. <laughs> um Junior Hoylet, Matt Phillips. Like we've had so many great players over the years. I'll give you one actually. Nico, you'll know him. Um mm-hmm. Nasser El Kayati plays in the Eredivisie. 
was absolutely uh, dog shit for us. <laughs> Left QPR the following season gets a team of the season. Very and I would. Why would I know him? Because you follow all these dodgy leagues. <laughs> what did he see? Well, I don't, I don't know, do I? Holland and Sweden are quite close to each other, aren't they? <laughs> what? No! <laughs> You're closer to Holland than we are. I don't think so, Gas. Well, I, I think England's disagree. closer to Holland. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Gas. Anyway, anyway, my point is I can't, I can't pick a top three. If... If I was forced to, I would uh, I would say Stan Bowles is up there, um, but two and three, I, I just can't call it. It's, nah, there's too many there. I, I I can understand that if someone would ask for my top three uh, players from AIK, I wouldn't be able to do it either. I thought because they haven't had three good players. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I thought you were going to tell me you couldn't pick your top three QPR players. Then, <laughs> no, that that would be easy. My number one would be Tarot. Yeah, Tarat was he was very very good, um, but he was enjoyable to watch. He was he was definitely. But didn't he also much, have a lot of issues? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Much like Ravel Morrison, who were, they were both at the club at the same time. And if you you talk about Ravel Morrison, and you think again, another exceptionally talented player, but issues off the pitch affect what you can do on it. If you see what I mean, like where where is he even playing now? Morrison. Uh, I don't think he was at Middlesbrough last I knew, and he didn't get a game. I think he's a free agent. Last uh, last season he was at Sheffield uh, United. No, he's a free agent. Yeah, but before he was at Sheffield United, he was in uh, like. He was in uh, mid table club in uh, the Swedish league. He was at Den Haag in Holland, which is according to Gaz next to Sweden. He was in. He was at. uh, Was he not at Ustersunds as well? Asta yes. Yeah, see, my he's been everywhere. Not bad there. But he was at yeah. Lazio. He was, but he left. He went to Lazio. Yeah. Who at the time a, a decent sized club. Yeah. He just he he can't he couldn't produce consistently enough, and his attitude was. Yeah, poor. I have no sympathy for Raval Morrison. Like he did um, a podcast with. Was it Rio Ferdinand a few I weeks think back? It was with Rio, yeah. And it yeah. was basically just like, oh, cry me a river, feel sorry for me, boo-hoo-hoo-hoo. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, yeah. but... There was like, he point... slated the Man United coaches and, like, they could have done this, could have done that. But I'm sorry, but you don't go to, like, 15 different clubs and have he's an still, issue in every still, single club. He's still That's got plenty of time problem. left in his career, though, as well. How, how old is he? He's what? 28. 28, yeah. Um, he, still, he could still have a bit of time left in his career, but his yeah. attitude is shocking. There was yeah. a point where I kind of felt a little bit not bad for him, or not almost a little bit understanding of why he, how, where he got the attitude from. If you remember, Fergie turned around and said he was the best player in the academy at the time. Yeah. If you think who was there at the time, you had Pogba was there, um, you know Rashford, Lingard, players that have yeah. gone on to have a, a reasonable career, like Pogba, especially Rashford, have had fantastic careers. And for Alex Ferguson to say Ravel Morrison was better than them both, you can kind of see where he gets that attitude from. Yeah. Especially but... at such a young age. But then you also have players like Marcus Rashford who are still who are going to have had people in their ear saying, oh, how good you could be and you can do this, that and the other. Oh, yeah, sure. And miles apart. Absolutely, you know. He genuinely has just wasted his career. 
Absolutely, absolutely. He's had two spells with us. The second spell, I don't think he, he came off the bench. I think he got benched twice and didn't play. Like the only time I remember him being relatively successful was when he was at West Ham. Yeah, and even oh, that was for don't, like don't get me a wrong. Month. His his first his first spell with us, he was very good. He was in quite integral to our promotion that season. Um, but it was just it was inconsistency. He could have a great game and then have four or five mediocre games. Yeah. I remember I remember watching him when he was uh, in Allsvenskan, and he was just like any other player here. And I don't think he he was he wasn't able to play like a full ninety minutes in our league. Yeah, yeah, that says a lot about him. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, but then again, that kind of just goes back to the culture that we had at QPR at the time. We were we were full of mercenaries. If you wanted a big wage. He came to QPR, yeah. Because we were like, like I say, Julio Cesar didn't even know who he was signing for. He just knew that he was getting a fuck off paycheck. And isn't that like? Yeah. But isn't that like typical uh, Brazilian players uh, going to the Premier League, like Rubinho when he signed for Rubinho. City? <laughs> Rubinho thought he thought he was signing for United, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He didn't know. I mean, maybe I mean maybe it is, but you kind of. I don't know. It just, I think it screams like, like I say, Chris Samba. Um, who else did we have? Um, who was uh, fucking, ah, oh. come there on, was, guys. There was hundreds of players at the time. No, oh, Basingwa. Basingwa was another one. Yeah, it was right. really yeah, only well. there for the money. Yeah, you had Rio Ferdinand as well. Yeah. Rio, he was he was very very poor for us, yeah, but it was. Kind of I can mean. kind of forgive that due to everything that he had going on in his personal life at the time. Yeah, that was um, around the whole John Terry racism, right? Wasn't it similar sort of time as that? Uh, well, Anton was playing for us when that happened. That was that was QPR Chelsea. Oh, was it? Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, I watched I watched a clip the other day where uh, they were, it was not long after that, and we were playing the reverse fixture. And it was when, you know, you'd walk down and have the mascots shake their hands and everyone. And Anton just, like, walked past Terry, shoved his mascot along. So even his mascot couldn't shake his hand and just uh, completely yeah, yeah. patched him. Um, yeah. Long and short of it is uh, Flavio Briatore and Bernie Eccleston ruined our club. If you haven't watched the four-year plan, I still need to watch go it. and watch it. Um, it's on Amazon Prime. And it gives you, it, it tells you how to not run a football club. Like you something, think, that's something that I think we're getting, um, going to talk about a little bit later as well. Yeah, definitely. But you had <laughs> you had you had Briatore and Eccleston sitting up in the in the execs box watching the game, and phoning down to the bench. Seriously, to make a sub, oh, take geez. him off, bring him on. Um, <laughs> Even in even in training or in, in behind closed doors friendlies, they're sitting there and they're phoning down to I think it was a uh, Dowie at the time, and Dowie got sacked because he refused to make his change. Wow! He was like, "No, these are my team, my players. I'll I'll bring on who I want." They came in and they Dexter Blackstock at the time was our top goal scorer, and they sold him with no backup. <laughs> and you're like, well, "Well, why are you doing this?" It, re- it really, it's 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 a very good watch. I can't watch it to this day without getting absolutely infuriated about how badly my club was run. 
I can understand that. I'm going to watch it purely for so I have more reasons to insult us about that club. <laughs> Doing my homework. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, you couldn't, you struggled to tell us who your top three QPR players were because they are an awful club and been blotched with awful players throughout their history. We've also so, been blotted with some very, very good players, Josh. Yeah, well, that, that's not relevant. So, who, <laughs> who is the best player ever to play football and why? The best player to ever lace a pair of boots and why? Correct. I this mean, is going to get controversial. It's going to get controversial. Yeah. Nico's sitting here going, Messi. I'm sitting here just waiting for you, for you to say something so I can say you're wrong. <laughs> it's, it's not Lionel Messi. I can tell you that now. He's very, very, oh. very, very good. He's not, it's not wrong, Nico. I can just see Nico clenching his fists. It's not wrong. <laughs> he's, he's, he's an exceptional player. He's very, very good. And he is up there in the top three. But he's not the best player in the world currently. And he's not the best player to ever have played. I mean, you're entitled to your opinion, but your opinion is wrong. Look, I'm sorry. Look, any, <laughs> any, any football fan really... I mean, he had his controversies and controversies and whatnot, but the best player to ever lace a pair of boots has to be Diego Maradona. Yeah, I, 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 I can like get behind that, or I can see where you're coming from. Of course, the issue for me with Maradona is I don't know how legitimate his career was. Um, Talking so about Maradona, not Pele. <laughs> no, no, it goes for both of them. I had I had Pele around last week. He scored four into my um, two-year-old <laughs> and added them onto his tally when he heard uh, Ronaldo had overtaken him. Um, no, nah, look, no, you, you watch Maradona play. Thing. It doesn't matter how legit Maradona's career was or wasn't. You watch him play, and you can see there is was an immense talent there. Yeah, of course. Yeah, something I, like absolutely. I don't. I don't even think Messi comes close to Maradona. Oh, well, <laughs> that is controversial. I, I'm, it is, it is, it is. Like I said, Messio is, is definitely in the top three currently. Is he in the top three ever? For me, no. You don't think he's in the top three ever? I don't think so. Who's top your top three ever then? Let's, <laughs> let's elaborate on this question. <laughs> you were saying Maradona's top one, yes? Yeah. So who are the other two? <sighs> Cruyff. Cruyff's up there. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I can yeah. accept that. Yeah, you can, can accept that. Accept that. <laughs> I, I can accept Johan Cruyff being up there. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't mean Geordie Cruyff, Josh. <laughs> uh, I mean, can we can we put Messi in the same bracket as Cruyff and Maradona? Yes, we can definitely. Yes. I don't, yes. I don't think we can. They're not. Yes, we I can. I don't think we can. What, why can't as, what, what is the reason I just can't Messi he lives in a world he's playing in an era where he can be out walking down the street doing keepy up as he walks down the road and someone will catch it and stick it on Twitter YouTube whatever oh my god Messi's the world's greatest there's so much hype around players now Look at uh, fucking Adele Tarat, Ravel Morrison, prime examples. The Are you comparing Adele Tarat to Lionel Messi? I'm not. I'm just... <laughs> I think you are. <laughs> I'm not. I'm, I don't, please, I don't, I, I'm not saying that. But look at the, the <laughs> hype 
around the players compared to the ability of the players. I'm not saying Messi isn't incredibly talented. He is very much so. But I think if he was playing in the same era as as Cruyff, Maradona, uh, Pele, fucking Ronaldo, Ronald, Ronaldinho, obviously they, they crossed over at Barcelona, but not hugely so. Where that hype isn't there and you don't have social media. I mean, you can go on a Twitter now and you will find... 200 Twitter accounts with Lionel Messi as the, the photo or Lionel Messi as the GOAT or whatever as the, as the app. Would that be the case with if, if he was playing in the same era as, as whoever else? I don't think he would be as hyped or, or be as comparable to someone like Cruyff or Maradona. I'm sure he would be. No, it wouldn't be the same hype because that hype was impossible at, the, at, the, at that time, but he would definitely still be regarded as one of one of, if not the best in the world at but that not, time as well. But do you not think as well that Lionel Messi has always played in a team with very, very good players around him? Have you seen Barcelona's team at the moment? I have seen Barcelona's <laughs> team right now, yes, I have. <laughs> but, I mean, to put it, put it in context, what's he done for Argentina? To, where he doesn't he, have a necessarily great have, team around him. Mm, where he's not goals. Yeah, has he won anything? Has he, has he won a trophy, Nico? He you has. With Argentina, a, a major yeah, yes. Copa America doesn't count. Copa America, of course, counts. He hasn't won the Copa America. It's won by this, the Olympics and something else. The oh, Olympics is even worse. Olympics. <laughs> He's won the Olymp. Fucking Daniel Sturridge played in the Olympics <laughs> alongside Mika Richards. <laughs> if the nation league counts, uh, the, the nation league doesn't count. count. No it one said he count. counts. Nobody said. That. <laughs> You argue with yourself here. Yeah. Nations League final and go right. Ronaldo's got another trophy in his bag. <laughs> no, okay, I'm sorry. He, and uh, until he wins something major with Argentina, I don't think he can be classed as that in that top top echelon. So say he would have cho- chosen Spain over Argentina, he mm-hmm. would have had a World Cup gold and two uh, golds from the Euros. Mm-hmm. Then he would be up there. I mean, yeah. He would Absolutely. still be the same player. He'd be the same player, but he'd have... like That's that's my point. He's playing in a very, very good team. And he always has done. This Barcelona team right now is probably the worst team that he's played in, correct? Mm, Whereas yes. you look at the teams that Ronaldo has played in with Portugal, and to some extent, the United team when he first joined. And he still managed to produce trophies from it. Portugal have won major international tournaments with not a very good team. Fucking Ricardo Quaresma was in there last... Uh, uh, d- you, can't slate, team. you can't slate uh, Quaresma. That's impossible. I, I can. He's got a stupid teardrop tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not having that. Ronaldo wins trophies with Adair as the striker. Exactly. Messi doesn't win trophies with... How... Higuain, Vetsi, Aguero, Martinez. Ah, that 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 that. Icardi. Icardi does not play for the national national team. Fair point. <laughs> but you get the point. <laughs> yeah, I get the point. That uh, World Cup final still it still hurts me. I I swear if they if they had someone else than Higuain up top, they would have beaten uh, beaten Germany. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then would have said that Messi was the best. I mean, if he had 
a major trophy to back it up than perhaps B doesn't. So, do we think he gets one before he retires? No, I do. Not I with Argentina. Do. Not with Argentina. He doesn't. Yeah, he still he still has like two Copa Americas to play. I think we don't how care about like Copa America. How, how, often the the Copa, how often is the Copa America? Every four years. No, they don't have a system for that. That that competition is broken. So they just play so when they as, want, as and when they fancy it. Is it? <laughs> have a couple of American next week. Let's go round for a kick out. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to see here. You get okay. on the phone to Mexico. <laughs> I'll ring up Uruguay. We'll get Chile involved. Have a few beers. Kick it out in the park. <laughs> don't invite Brazil. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, 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 I'm, I'm actually serious. It's there, um, I think there is a Copa America this summer, uh-huh. uh, and there was one like two years ago. <laughs> Uh-huh. It was supposed to be last summer. Yeah, it's 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 weird. Okay. Well, it didn't so happen last summer because of COVID. Yeah. So you think he's still got two of those left in him? So let's say, for argument's sake, that every two years, you yeah. think he's got two left. Would that would so. that would put him at thirty-seven years old. Yeah. Lionel Messi is not playing at thirty-seven years old. He's not Ronaldo. He's he's already tried to retire from international football twice <laughs> <laughs> because they didn't win a trophy, and he threw his toys out of the pram. Yes. Kind of awfully quiet, Nico. No, 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 no. I was waiting for something more. He's not. He's not winning an international trophy at thirty-seven years old. He's not winning a major international trophy. Full stop. We'll see. It's impossible to uh, to predict, actually. But but yeah. And, and I hate to, I hate to be that guy, and I'm gonna. It gets mentioned a lot, but La Liga. He's scoring it in the fucking Cadiz every week. Josh, no, not Josh Gas. <laughs> Fuck it, <the> night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just used to blaming you. <laughs> How many top top tier defenders are there in that league? Uh, World class defenders in La Liga. There isn't, to be fair, but whenever he faces English teams, he destroys them. He tends to bum them. He does. No, I'll give you that. But like he's got, he's played 34 games against English teams and scored 26 and picked up six assists. Okay, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna sort of put it in a different. I'm gonna put a different spin on it. Let's say Lionel Messi comes to the Premier League, and first game of the season he gets. I don't know. He has, um, fucking I don't know, Fulham away or someone. <laughs> All it's gonna take. It's for some young, ambitious defender to want to make a name for himself. Lionel Messi gets snapped. Season done. Yeah, but that could happen Gas. in the Liga. Gas, are you one of those one of those people that's still sitting at home wondering, would he do it on a cold, rainy Tuesday <laughs> night in Stoke? I would love to see him do it on a cold, rainy night. <laughs> he, would, he would destroy them. <laughs> By the way, I just che- I just checked the Copa America schedule, and it is as random as I thought. I have to, I have to agree. <laughs> I think if, he's obviously he's never going to, but if Messi ever came to the Prem, he would ruin the Prem. Yeah, he, w- he would win the Golden Boot in the Prem easily. I, I I disagree. I have to say, I think I don't think he would be as would successful. Come, same same as if Ronaldo was to come back to the Prem now, he'd have a massive target on his back. And all it's going to take... They for, always do. Say, let's, uh, Fulham's a bad example. Let's say Leeds, for example. Calvin Phillips is going to absolutely fly through Lionel Messi. No, because Messi would nutmeg him before he gets the chance. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this isn't FIFA, Nico. 
I think I've, Messi would do very, very well in the Prem. I think he would. Yeah, I think he would do better in the Prem than in La Liga. You reckon? Yeah, I do, and it's for the for the simple reason that defenders in La Liga are a bit more agile than not all defenders in the Prem, of course. Uh, but you have a lot of these like powerhouse centre backs that are like I don't know six meters tall and four you know, meters wide. Can you imagine uh, Messi coming and being slabbed? Sorry, <laughs> what, what did can you just? What, what did Timo Werner say when he came to the Prem about the defenders? Yeah. He says it's incredibly difficult to play against the defenders here because they're all over six foot tall. Yeah, but Timo, Timo Werner doesn't have any like sort of dribbling ability that's even close to Messi. No, I'm not suggesting that he does. I'm just saying you can't use the argument that the defenders in La Liga are bigger. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm saying that the defenders in the Prem are bigger and less agile. Right, I see. I see. I misconstrued what you were saying. Then, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> Please continue. <laughs> Tell me so, how Lionel Messi is better than Diego Maradona or Johan Cruyff. I'm, I'm not. I'm not going. I'm not going to say that because that's like a really close debate. And I'm... it's not. It's not a close debate. Yeah, it is. It is. Not. It's not. And it by the way, how, how how are you putting Cruyff ahead of Messi? Cruyff didn't win any international titles. I think he did. I don't think he did. I think Fairly he did. certainly did. I don't think he did. I think he did. I'm gonna have, let's have a little look. Johan Cruyff. Wikipedia. Keep talking, boys. My phone's slow. He <laughs> did. He did not. He, yeah, as I said, he did not. Okay, fair enough. However, he did do it in more than one country and in more than one league. He did in the RWC and in the Liga. He did, however, win the golden ball of the 1974 FIFA World Cup. Yeah. Coincidentally, he uh, refused to play in the 1978 World Cup after a kidnapping attempt. Yeah, but the Dutch have had, had, had issues like that several times, I think. Did the Dutch win that World Cup? Uh, pass. I don't know. Let's have a look. I don't Argentina think they have won a. Uh, they have never won the World Cup. Uh, no, Argentina won that one actually. Uh, with uh, probably, I believe it or not, nineteen seventy eight. Would Maradona have been in that team? Yeah, yeah he would have. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, so who's number three? You going with Maradona number one? Crow for number two. Who's number three? Not, not Messi. <laughs> I think we could ask Gaz for his top 10 and Messi wouldn't be in it, just to spite Nico. <laughs> just to spite Nico after the week of uh, abuse that I've had. <laughs> Honestly, the other thing, Gaz, how tall are you? <laughs> I'm 5'8", I'm, I'm Nico, why? Oh, so you're short and bald. <laughs> it was out of the blue as well. We hadn't spoken all morning. And it's just like my phone pings around lunchtime. How tall are you, mate? <laughs> it was my fucking wedding anniversary as well. <laughs> I think he'd reacted to a photo that I'd put up of me and the wife from my uh, wedding day or something. Yeah, yeah, that, that's what it was. And I saw that she, she's taller than you, right? She's not. She's not. She was wearing heels. Ah, oh, that's what it was. And I was thinking like, wait, guest might be really short. <laughs> I have to know. <laughs> she says she is. She's adamant that she's taller than me to the extent that we're, um, our little one's got one of those like wall charts where you measure yourselves on. 
Uh, and we, we were measuring the little one a few weeks back, and the wife's like, go on then. <laughs> I was like, Gaz is like, shit. <laughs> I was like, oh, are you sure you want to do this? I was like, because the, the, the whole time we've been together, she's adamant she's taller than me. Anyway, long, she's not, long story short. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I have to oh. say, Gaz did a very good job at sidetracking the number three question. I, I, don't, oh, I, I, I don't know. Like, it's, I don't know. I, I don't know if I'd put Lionel Messi in my top three. I can't put Lionel Messi in my top three if he's not my top one now. If Cristiano Ronaldo, in my eyes, is better than Lionel Messi, I can't put Messi in my top three of all time. I so hope I get this question when it's my week. So who's going in? <laughs> yeah, I, but we I'm, all know I'm, your week will be Messi one, Messi two, Messi three. Exactly. And then Isak somewhere around there as well. <laughs> he, will, he will probably be number one. Uh, I don't, fuck it. Uh, Delta at, why not? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. This, this episode is a shambles. <laughs> Guys, just put a Delta right in the top three players of all time. <laughs> I'm scared to ask you for next question because you, it's going to be like QPR me. versus like some Sunday me. league team. What's the best game you've ever watched? The best game I've ever watched. Uh, oh, do, do it in two segments. Do the best game you have ever watched full stop and the best game you have ever watched uh, like live. Live. Yeah. Ah, this is... Oh. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to go England Germany five one. What a game mm. that was! What a game, just to get one up on. <laughs> um, I can accept no, that. That yeah, was a good. That was a good fantastic day. Fantastic game. Great day. Um, no, there's a few. There's a few. That's that's obviously up there just for nostalgia's sake and the memories and whatnot. Yeah. Just, what I mean, what. What makes it the best game I've ever watched? Is it? I mean, the, the memories around it, the, the game itself. Like, there's, there's I would, I, I would I say could, it's a mix of it. I could pick games that were absolutely fucking dog shit, but I had such a good time watching them. Um, like the the World Cup the other year. Uh, like any any England game, height yeah. of summer, everyone's out having barbecues. It was beautiful. I was down in London for the for the weekend. It's my birthday. Um, having my mates back garden, having a barbecue, loads of beers, people I've not seen for a couple of years because obviously I live up here now. Um, football's on. Trippier scores that free kick. Life peaked. Everything just was good at that time. Was it a good game? No. Yeah. I don't remember yeah, the game it's... itself. I don't, I don't remember the game. I was twatted. All I remember <laughs> was a Trippier free kick and then I was getting knocked out of the World Cup. That's all I remember. I don't remember yeah. anything else in between. Yeah. From what from what I remember, that game was actually fairly good. Um, but you know, is that, was that one of the best games I've ever seen? No, is it one of my favourite games? Probably. Um, I don't know. The best game I've ever been to live, though, I would have to say it, it, it was a QPR game. Surprise! <laughs> Shockingly, <laughs> I've, I've not really been to see any other any other teams other than QPR play. You'd be surprised. I've never been to an international game. Never had the opportunity. No, I never. Um, I'm so annoyed. England Scotland falls on my birthday this year at Wembley, um, and it happens to coincide with the weekend. I'm going to be down in London, but because of because of COVID and everything, I don't even know if fans are going to be allowed in. Yeah, I was meant to go to an England game last summer after I moved back to Birmingham because there was a game at Villa Park. 
mm-hmm. and me and my mates were all going to go to, but obviously COVID happened. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <clears throat> um, but no, this was um, this was Bolton at home. Two, three, no, it's fucking longer than that. Probably about four or five seasons back. Um, they just signed Bolton. They just signed Emil Heskey and Idaga Johnson. Wait, where, how long ago did you say this was? It's probably about four seasons ago, five seasons Emil ago. Emil Heskey was still playing four years ago. Yeah. Fuck yeah. off, was he? He was. No chance. That was one <laughs> of the last games I, I went to. I remember doing Bolton away. Um, because I wanted to see Heskey play and he didn't play in the home game. Fuck me, he was. They signed Heskey and Ida Johnson <laughs> in the same season. That's brilliant. Um, I genuinely thought he retired about 12 years ago. No, no, he was still, still playing. Um, but it was, such, it was such a weird game. It was like, again, it had the whole experience around it. So when me and my mates go to football, it's always the same routine. We meet up like dead early in the morning. Um, get straight on the beers, obviously football and whatnot. Probably get to the ground for about four hours before kickoff and just spend the rest of the time in the pubs. We're absolutely minced by the time we get in there. Um, but I remember this game. We were fucking, we were poor. And we went like 1-0 down, 2-0 down. We somehow brought it back to 2 all, And then it was like the dying minutes of the game. I think it was like the 88th minute. J. Emmanuel Thomas scores an absolute screamer from about 35 yards to put us 3-2 up um, and we somehow uh, managed to hold out and win the game it was fantastic and just just scenes limbs everywhere was it, was it that goal that you kept bugging me about uh... yes yes it was yeah it was and it was, it was such a fantastic goal honestly like I, I say, think you said that goal, goal of the day I'm pretty sure just for you I don't think you did I think you kept telling me no and then you couldn't find... Um, right, I couldn't find a good... Uh, yeah. Yeah, right, yeah. No. I tried. He didn't. Did you? Yeah, I don't even <laughs> um, That's That's probably one of the, the best games I've been to live. Oh, fair. Of, uh, of course one of the best games you have ever been to live would be a QPR game. That's understandable. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's been a few. Like, I remember I did... Uh, I don't know if it's the best. I, I told the story on the on the podcast a couple of weeks back, but it was when I did Sheffield United away a few seasons back. I was in Manchester for the weekend. Um, and I was like, oh, Sheffield's not that far on the train. I'll, I'll go across, watch the game, come back afterwards. Long story short, left the ground, took a wrong turning, got lost in Sheffield. <laughs> Somehow found a pub that wasn't that far from the station. I was like, I have a couple of quick beers, get the last train back. Missed the last train by about a minute, like it was pulling out as I got to the platform. Ouch. Said to the boy on the said to the boy on the boy on the platform, I was like, when, "When's the next train? I've got, I've got to get Manchester." He went, "Oh, it's six o'clock in the morning, mate." <laughs> I was like, "Right, uh, this is or or there's one going to Leeds in about ten minutes." I was like, right, what do I what do I do when I get to Leeds? You wait till three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> that's that's not going to do me mate I need to be in Manchester tonight Uh, so I ended up getting a taxi from Sheffield to Manchester and it cost me about 90 quid ouch yeah it wasn't wasn't good but again great memories nice little story to tell Um, just a full 45 minutes of giving Jamal Blackman nothing but abuse because he was on loan from Chelsea (laughs) Um, 
Yeah. It's, it's, I think it's memories, isn't it, that make the game? Yeah. Rather than the game itself definitely, sometimes. 100%. I still remember the first ever game I went to. And funnily enough, it wasn't, it wasn't a QPR game. It was uh, Tottenham-Fulham at Craven Cottage. Uh, Teddy Sheringham was playing for Tottenham. Good old Teddy. I was, I was about 13 at the time. And it was... I, can't, I couldn't tell you the result. I'm fairly certain Tottenham won. Um, I remember going to see QPR Man United with you know Wayne Rooney, Di Maria, Van Persie on the pitch, yeah. Phil Jones taking corners. <laughs> um, genuinely, no, no, not even. We, we, me and my mate were stood there. They've got a corner early doors. We looked. Well, I'm, you know, we're expecting like Rooney to switch in or you know Di Maria fucking cross it through. Van Persie, maybe. Look over at the corner flag. Phil Jones stood there with his hands up. <laughs> Just like, not a clue what he's doing. Um, we lost 2-1. And of all the attacking talent that Man United had on the pitch, the goal scorers were Marouan Fellaini and James Wilson. Fuck you know, James Wilson. Forgot about James him. Wilson. But that was a funny game as well because you had people turning up to the game Standing outside, not really knowing who they like, trying to get pictures, but not knowing who they were trying to get pictures of. They were they were fans of from overseas and whatnot, and they're like, "Is this?" Yeah. The, the bus pulled up, and they're like, "Is this Manchester? Is this? Is this? Is that Wayne Rooney?" And we're like, <laughs> "Why? Why are you here? What? What? Why, who are you taking pictures of?" I could have stood there and went, "Yeah, I'm, I'm Wayne Rooney. I've got the hair for it." <laughs> I think he'd already uh, had a transplant about a stage, hadn't he? So he, he probably had no. I don't think you. he had at this point. No, I don't think he had. No. Um. Yeah, it's, I think it's I think it's the memories that make the game in it, yeah. rather than the game itself. Yeah, definitely. Fun fact, not really fun. I've never actually been to a Man United game. Which oh, John. There's a surprise. A Man United say. fan that's never been to a Man United game. Oh no, it's it's, it's shocking. I've just <laughs> never had the opportunity. Like parents never took me as a kid. Couldn't really yeah. afford it a few years back. And then I'm obviously I moved back to Birmingham last year and like made wanted to make an effort to actually start going to games because I was a lot closer. But then obviously fucking COVID happens and no one's going yeah, to games. Yeah. I mean to be fair, even then Birmingham's not that close to Manchester, is it? It's still a couple of hours away. It's not too bad. Probably about an hour, an hour and a half. Which yeah. is bearable as whereas before it would have took me like four or five hours. Mm, yeah. uh, speaking of fans being in Old Trafford I'm oh. assuming we all saw the news yesterday and the yeah. postponement of the United-Liverpool yeah. game. I've utter disbelief, mate. Like, and I've had a couple of people in group chats that I'm in text and say, well well done to the fans. Well done, I'll stay quiet. Oh, I know exactly. <laughs> yeah, you're going to you're gonna be on the same side. I know you are. It's um, way too There's a controversial far. opinion to be had. Nico's there. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what's it going to achieve? Fuck all. Nothing. Absolutely. All you've done there is sabotage your team. Sabotage your team because there's there's talk of a points deduction. Yeah. Or or Liverpool getting handed the points. Um. So you've you've done that. You've disrupted the team. Yeah. Because they spent all day in a hotel preparing for a game that they haven't played. Not even that, but you, did you see that, that like Maguire, Bruno, McTominay? Yeah, they wanted to speak. They wanted to, the, to go out and speak yeah. to the fans, and they were told, "You know, you can't." 
So that's disrupting for me even more. You've caused God knows how much damage. I saw someone running around the outside with a fucking corner flag. Yeah, throwing cameras and everything as well. Throwing cameras. Poor Graham Soonis could have been killed. <laughs> In the see, nicest way possible, wouldn't have been the end of the world. Did you, <laughs> did you see that? He came out and someone threw a beer can. If that had clipped one of us in the wrong way, we could have been killed. It's like shades of Ferguson all over again. <laughs> um, I just... It's not going to achieve anything. Nah, like Nothing I understand protests and like you know, fine. absolutely. But breaking absolutely. into the ground—it's not damn it's causing not often, damage. It's not often I praise Chelsea or Chelsea fans or anything, but their protest last weekend was it or the weekend before? Yeah, when they were outside the ground, they were peaceful. No one got hurt. Nothing got damaged. We're going to stop the bus from coming in. Petacek got off the bus. Was like, no, no, let's sort it out. Yeah, that compared to. What happened yesterday? There's just no excuse for it. And well, I'm sorry, anyone. You mentioned points deduction, mm-hmm. and depending on how severe it is, we could potentially miss out on top four now because of it. Yeah, yeah obviously exactly. we have a game in hand, but we're still only six points ahead of Chelsea you, and four. You think there would be more than than six points deducted for this? Probably, yeah. If <laughs> if it happens, of course. Well, that's the thing. The blame is being laid at United's door because the, the yep. security wasn't up to scratch. Oh, yeah, it was clearly a shambles. Like, how the fuck do you manage to get into a stadium when no fans were allowed in the stadium? Um, <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. It's, it's, and as I say, it's, there's no excuse for it. And people that sit there and say, well done at the fans and this, that, and the other, well done for what? You've achieved nothing. They're going, oh, there was, nobody was hurt. And then you see the, the photos and the videos of that steward with blood gashing all down his face. It's yeah. Just, and I don't even know when we can play it because I'm looking exactly. at the schedule You've already now got a game in hand. And so you've already got one game to make up. When are you making it up? When is it coming? We are playing, us and Liverpool are pretty much playing every three days until the 23rd of May. Yeah. And yeah. if we get to the final of Europa as well, that's got to be thrown into the mix somewhere. It's a big if though, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, um, like, I think... And that's the point, and that's the thing. And I think if the game can't get made up, then you have to give Liverpool those points. Yeah, like, yeah, giving, Liverpool, giving Liverpool the win wouldn't potentially be the end of the world. It but would be a, if you're getting a points, points deduction as well. Yeah, if it was a points deduction as well, then that could potentially fuck up our season. Absolutely. You, you, you know, for what? Because the Glazers aren't going to sell up. Yeah, the owners aren't going to give a fuck. You know, oh, we've had some, we've we've had a couple of broken cameras, and somebody stole a corner flag. It will be the team and the manager that suffers, not the owners. Yeah, and if and we get a point ultimately the fans as well. Yeah, because if we get a point deduction and miss out on top four, then signings are less likely, which means team improvements less likely, yeah, which means progression next season are less likely. So all they've done is fuck themselves over. Yeah, just Couldn't for the sake of more. being a dickhead for a few hours. I know, I know. At what what point in the day do you go? Because it was obviously orchestrated as well. Like, no, you don't have that many fans turn up to one place at a time. And go, oh no! The like the idea. protest was planned for weeks. Yeah, but you don't. What, at what point do you sit there and go? Do you know what? We're going in there. And, oh um, yeah. At what point does that cross your head, cross your mind, and sit there and go, "That's a good idea." 
Apparently, mm-hmm. obviously the club have denied it, but apparently someone opened, like, a member of Man United staff, like, who works at the ground, opened, like, a gate or something for him to get in. Well, he doesn't work there anymore, does he? <laughs> <laughs> if that's the case, he's gone. He's signing on tomorrow morning. Obviously, the club have denied it and said it didn't happen, but you never know. But, yeah, yeah it it's all very embarrassing. It's a shambles. It is a shambles. It's absolute. It's shocking. Um... And it's just there's no need. and and the, the the biggest the biggest concern there as well is not the fact that Stewards got hurt or that you know Old Trafford is in a very populated area yeah and it's it's you know it's built right on the back of a of a retail park you had general members of the public there that could have been caught up and injured as well yeah all for yeah, what it's... because you're not happy with how someone's running your football team you imagine if QPR players did that when. Flavio Briatore signed uh, Chris Samba for ten million. <laughs> you know, it just it wouldn't. There's there's no excuse, no excuse whatsoever. Um, I'm sure, however, Nico is going to have a counter argument for it. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Um, Are you feeling okay? Say, that makes a, <laughs> it makes a change. I have to say. I thought you were yeah. just silent because you were just trying to figure out why is it disagreeing with us? Yeah, just waiting. Because you just like disagreeing with people. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, but I, I, I think I know where this comes from. It's just years of like bottled up rage from United fans uh, about the owners. So I'm not saying I it was a good idea or a good behavior from them, but I can sort of understand where they're coming from. Uh, but yeah, you shouldn't do it like that. Yeah, like don't get me wrong, like United fans have never liked the Glazers. Like they were protesting against the Glazers 12, 13 years ago, pretty much since the day they joined the club. But yeah, unfortunately, it's modern football. Like I said in the chat yesterday, it doesn't matter who owns a club, the owners of the club are always going to be thinking about money as their number one priority. Yeah, of course they are. They will see football teams as a business, not as a sport. They don't buy the club because they love the club or they love the city or they love the sport. They buy the club because they know they can make money from it. Exactly. And it doesn't matter Uh, who's in charge, that will be the case. Yeah. I also think that's the difference between like Chelsea and United and why uh, the United protests were, were so much more violent is because Chelsea aren't really unhappy with Abramovich. Mm. They weren't happy with one decision. United fans are have been angry for so long now. Is yeah. that an excuse? No, 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 like, no, no, I, no. I'm angry with the way that my work is run. Do I go in there and, and punch fuck out my boss? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> because <laughs> there's repercussions. To yeah, no actions. And if I went into work tomorrow morning, or whenever I'm in next Thursday, I think. And went into the office and told my boss he was a prick and this, that, and the other, and punched the shit out of him. Or trashed the office because I'm not happy with the way that it's being run. There's going to be repercussions. Yeah, you can't, yeah of course. You, you can't just go around expecting to get your own way with brute force. No, no, no. I'm not saying you should, but I'm, I'm, the only thing I'm saying is I can sort of understand where they're coming from. I'm not saying it's okay. But let's not forget... People slate the Glazers. Rightly or wrongly, everyone's entitled to their opinion. But it's not like they haven't backed the team. 
Since no, Fergie exactly. left, they've spent over a billion on transfers. One Yeah, but they've billion. also... I mean, how many of those billion-pound transfers are still at the club? Yeah, but that's not their fault. That's the manager's fault. When you're going out and buy... How much say does the manager have in, in transfers, really? Well, we Especially don't. when you've got someone like Edward Wood in a role. More than the owners. Well, no, I mean, you've got to put that. You've got to put that blame down at Ed Woodward's door, surely. No, yeah, yeah, of course. But my point is, like, the you owners can't, have you can't still blame spent David that money. Moyes for signing Marouane Fellaini. Oh, you can. He was definitely but one of his <laughs> signings. <laughs> you can't um, blame. You can't blame Louis Van Gaal for uh, uh, Marcus Rojo. Rojo was one of his signings, wasn't it? He was he was actually decent for us to be fair. I I rate Rojo, but at the same time, you you look at what Van you look at the list of players that Van Hal went to Woodward with. Yeah, I want Tony Cruz. No, you can't have him. I want um, Lewandowski. No, you can't have him. Okay, we're going to have Higuain, who went to Chelsea. Yeah. Um, I want such and no, you can't have him. Like, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying the signings were great, but the owners still gave that money to be spent. No, they they did, of course. And and you know, as you say, you can't disagree with with the backing of the club. And would United fans be in the same position where they're sitting there like glazers out, you've ruined our football club if they'd have signed a Lewandowski or if they'd have brought Sancho in last season or rather than Marcus Rojo, they brought in would, Sergio Ramos. Fair, like, even when Fergie was there and we were still successful, fans were still protesting against the Glazers. I don't. I don't. Obviously, how, nowhere but... near as aggressive as he was yesterday because yesterday was too far. But they the uh, yeah. protest, like I think it went came to a head at like 2010, maybe. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they were still protesting when we were successful. That's why yeah. Graham Soon has got a load of shit on Twitter yesterday because he came up with the argument that they were only protesting because we weren't successful. And then obviously, as always, he got proven very wrong. So, <laughs> you know, as soon as was there questioning what Paul Pogba was doing to <laughs> stop, the, stop the protest. Yeah, For in Paul, actual fact, Paul Pogba was in the hotel probably wanting to go out and engage with the fans. Yeah, Paul Pogba should have been there to protect him from a beer can. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's, it's shocking. It really is. And Unfortunately, as my mate so eloquently put it yesterday when we were talking about it, you are going to get some dickheads you are who indeed. spoil it for everyone else. That's part of football, unfortunately. Yeah, I, I came to the realisation quite recently that I love football. But I fucking can't stand football fans. <laughs> I think that's something most of us can get behind, actually. Oh, yeah, sure. 200%. And on that note, I think it's time to wrap this episode up. Um, I would like to thank you, Gaz, for coming on as our guest. No problem, mate. (laughs) And thank you, Josh, as well. And thank myself. Very welcome. (laughs) You thank yourself. (laughs) That's on the back all round, boys. Oh, fuck me. (laughs) Anyways, we will hear you. We will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.